Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, yeah. What's going on, DMV? You know who it is. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Here with you live and local on 106.7 The Fan. And always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Ride with me as I take you up to 10 o'clock here on this Thursday night edition of Overtime. It's a thirsty Thursday here in the district. All my lit folks pre-gaming right now. We're getting ready for Sacks Thursday. I know Rose Bar is going to be jumping tonight. Eden's got their Thursday night open bar going. Let's go. We're jamming in the district tonight. Plenty of bases to cover. We'll start on the ice. The Washington Capitals in action last night for the first of a home-and-home with the Philadelphia Flyers. Caps came into last night, winners of eight out of their last 11, getting healthy uh, in the new year as well. Tom Wilson and Nicholas Backstrom made their season debuts on Sunday in the win over the Blue Jackets. Last night, though, a different story. They couldn't overcome a Travis Konechny hat trick. Uh, Flyers were up 2-1 heading into the third period before they had just an absolute offensive explosion. Three goals uh, in the final frame. The Caps ultimately fall 5-3. Positive news, though, for the good guys, Nicholas Backstrom, uh, who made his season debut Sunday over the Blue Jackets. He picked up his first assist uh, of the season on a T.J. Oshie goal in the third period. Caps and Flyers will do it again Saturday night from Capital One Arena. Speaking of Capital One Arena, the other tenant of the building was in action last night as well. The Wizards rolled out the welcome mat for the Bulls. D.C. family shorthanded. They had to play without Chris Stapps, Porzingis, Daniel Gafford, and Bradley Beal. So that means some other guys forced to help pick up the scoring load. Anthony Gill, the UVA grad, with a career-high 18 points off the bench. Monte Morris chipped in 17 points as well. But to the surprise of nobody, it was Kyle Kuzma getting busy. 21 points, four boards, and three helpers, including this game-winning triple. Five seconds separating shot clock and game clock. Two former Lakers going one-on-one. Here's Kuzma off the screen. Kuzma fade away. Oh, he hit it. Kyle Kuzma with 5.7 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. Hits a huge three to put the Wizards up 100 to 97. Clutch Kuz activated. As time winds down, the basket gets bigger and bigger for Kuzma. 
The great Chris Miller and former Wizard Drew Gooden on the call last night for NBC Sports. Washington, the Wizards, snapped their three-game skid with a much-needed 197 win over the Chicago Bulls. I mentioned, though, the Wizards shorthanded last night. Kuz picked up the scoring load, but it was Denny Avdia cleaning up the glass. He finished with a career-high 20 rebounds and Really came up huge for that team last night. Denny Avdia uh, in his third season continuing to show a willingness to do the dirty work, guarding the team's best offensive weapon, hunting for rebounds. The kid just worked, so it's fun to see it rewarded with the win. A 20-rebound performance from a kid his age, just super impressive, but maybe not super impressive to everyone. Obviously, you guys are undersized. No KP, no Gaff. What does it mean that Denny goes and gets 20 boards? I mean, most of them are uncontested, but I'll still give it to him. <laughs> I'll give it to him. That's a, it's a hell of an accomplishment, for sure. Can you, I'm really mad at him because he only had nine points, yeah. so it doesn't even look good. But he had 20, and it was huge. And it was big for us, and we needed it because we were downsized. Um, a lot of times we were wrestling, whether with um, Vooch down there, because us playing small, you know, he was really trying to be hungry on the boards, and uh, he cleaned it up a lot and, and really finished the possession for us, and it was huge, and uh, we needed every one of them. So That's Cal Kuzma postgame last night, talking about Denny Avdia's career-high rebounding performance. The D.C. family, they'll continue their four-game homestand Friday night as they play host to Jalen Brunson in the New York Knicks. Some NFL news and notes. Uh, according to multiple reports, the wheels are in motion on a potential trade uh, of Raiders quarterback Derek Carr. He was benched for the final two games of the regular season and told to stay away from the facility uh, as the thought was that he had then played his last down with the Raiders. Carr posted a farewell message to the Raiders fan base on Instagram earlier today. So the writing on the wall, so to speak, for Derek Carr. Uh, on February the 15th, some housekeeping notes, $40 million uh, of his guaranteed salary uh, becomes fully guaranteed. So the expectation uh, is that Carr will have a new home uh, before that date comes. The Raiders uh, finished 6-11 and on the year. Carr, 3,500 yards passing, 24 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, uh, and just 15 starts. He also had the lowest passer rating of his career at 86.3, the lowest completion percentage since his rookie year at 60.8, uh, and his 2.8 interception percentage also uh, a career high. Despite those numbers, though, Carr going to be a very intriguing name for teams in the quarterback market this offseason like the Jets, the Panthers, the Colts, the Bucks, uh, just to name a few. So Carr uh, going to be a busy offseason for him uh, looking for his next team to quarterback. We're just getting rolling, though, here on this Thursday night edition of Overtime. We'll have some friends stop by the show before we get out of here as well. 745, former Redskins tight end Rick Doc Walker set to join the show as we'll ask his opinion about the commanders moving on from offensive coordinator Scott Turner yesterday. Plus, We'll ask DOC what he wants the team to do at the quarterback position. All that coming up at 745 at 8.30. We'll take a big picture look at the National Football League with former general manager Randy Mueller. We'll get some playoff predictions, plus look ahead at some of the biggest stories heading into the offseason. Uh, at 9 o'clock, we'll switch gears and take things over to the Harwood. Our buddy Chris Miles, the host of Game Time on NBA TV, will hop on with us and give us the latest from around the association as we creep up on the NBA's trade deadline about a month out from that Plus, we'll take his temperature on how the Wizards are looking uh, at the midway point of the season. So, per usual, star-studded edition of Overtime. You all know how I get down to the people show. Tapping with me all show long, one of three ways. MGM, National Harbor Listener Lines, wide open, 1-800-636-1067. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. You can tweet at me, 
uh, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Speaking of Derek Carr, one media outlet listed his top six landing spots for the 2023 season, and there's a team on that list that just might catch your attention. I'll reel that list to you next. This is the fan. Big news today uh, in the NFL when it comes to the quarterback position. Raiders quarterback Derek Carr uh, giving a farewell uh, to Raiders Nation via his Instagram uh, earlier today. Uh, the Raiders really have until February 15th to make a decision on Derek Carr. It's on February the 15th that $40 million in guaranteed money will be owed to Carr if he is still on the roster at that point. Uh, so because of that, we don't expect Derek Carr uh, to be in Las Vegas that much longer. They benched him for the final two weeks uh, of the season going with Jared Stidham instead. And they even told Derek Carr to stay away from the facility. So clearly uh, all is not well between the Las Vegas Raiders and Derek Carr. Uh, in 2023, it looks like Derek Carr going to be quarterbacking another team uh, across the National Football League. And that brings us to this NFL.com article by our man Eric Edholm. It listed the top six potential trade fits uh, for three-time Pro Bowl quarterback Derek Carr. The first team uh, that they listed uh, was the New York Jets. And I personally think of all the teams this offseason that it makes the most sense uh, for Derek Carr to go to, I say the New York Jets, and here's why. They're ready to win now. 7-10 this past year with mediocre quarterback play. Uh, They suffered a multitude of injuries along their offensive line. They're going to get healthy heading into 2023. Their rookie running back from this past year, Brees Hall, was going to be the front runner for Offensive Rookie of the Year before he tore his ACL early on in the season. So they got some weapons uh, coming back uh, for this football team. Garrett Wilson going to be the favorite for Offensive Rookie of the Year, uh, the wide receiver that they drafted in the first round this past year. So it's a quarterback-friendly destination. C.J. Uzama at the tight end position. There are legit weapons here uh, for the next signal caller for the New York Jets. And I personally feel like the Jets are a quarterback away from getting over the hump, so to speak. I know Jimmy Garoppolo uh, has really been the sexy name that has been linked to the New York Jets uh, here in the recent weeks. Uh, But yesterday, the New York Jets parting ways with offensive coordinator uh, Mike LaFleur. Uh, That was the offensive, the quarterback's coach and the passing game coordinator from the San Francisco 49ers uh, a few years back while Jimmy G was there. So there's that parallel that no longer exists. So if I'm the New York Jets, I'm giving a call to old Mark Davis and the Las Vegas Raiders. And I'm saying, what's your price? Derek Carr Say what you want about him. If insulated properly, can be a top 12 to 14 quarterback in the National Football League. The key for me is about what the said team that's going to trade for him has around Derek Carr. But for me, man, I think the Jets make the most sense. Ready to win. Good weapons on the perimeter. And that defense. You want to talk about a badass group? The New York Jets, one of the most young ascending defenses in the league. And I think moving forward, if they can get a veteran quarterback, Derek Carr or not, the New York Jets are going to be a force to be reckoned with uh, come 2023. The Indianapolis Colts are listed as the second best potential fit on this list uh, by Eric Edholm of NFL Network, giving the top six trade destinations for three-time Pro Bowl quarterback Derek Carr. And the Colts, (laughs) the Colts always make me laugh, and the Colts are interesting because they have a GM and Chris Ballard uh, who's pretty much in a lone duck situation. And theoretically, based off of Chris Ballard standing within the organization, they theoretically can't afford to wait on a young quarterback to develop. So 
the idea of them upgrading the quarterback position with their number four overall pick in the draft. Don't know if it'd be too smart to go with a rookie signal caller because we don't know how long this current regime is going to be in place, which is why a veteran option of the mold of the Derek Carr type makes sense for them. They've got an extra second and a third round pick from the Washington Commanders this past year in that deal for Carson Wentz. So there's that extra trade ammunition that they've got available at their disposal. And we want to talk about good insulation for a quarterback. Jonathan Taylor, although he had his, his year shut down last year early with an ankle injury, still one of the premier backs in the National Football League. Defensively, they went an entire season without all-pro linebacker Shaq Leonard. But that allowed for the development of Zaire Franklin, uh, the third-year kid uh, out of Syracuse, to come up and develop for them. And he's turned himself into an all-pro candidate at the linebacker position. So they're going to continue to get healthy uh, as 2023 creeps up upon us. They've got other weapons along their defense as well. DeForest Buckner on the interior. And then Stephon Gilmore, the former all-pro corner out there on the outside holding things down. There are definite reasons for optimism for the Indianapolis Colts, but for me, a quarterback is really what's eluded this team. And it's been the same song and dance for the Colts the past three seasons at the quarterback position, and it all really started uh, when Andrew Luck had his surprise retirement a few years back. They end up going with Jacoby Brissett. Then they trade for Phillip Rivers. Then they make the trade for Carson Wentz, and we all know, you know how that stuff has worked out. This year, they went and traded for Matt Ryan. They have not had success in the veteran quarterback market, but I think Derek Carr is different, and here's why. Of the veterans they've tried to acquire here in the past couple of years, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, uh, Phillip Rivers, Derek Carr is playing the best football out of those guys. See, the Raiders aren't moving on from Derek Carr, in my opinion, because he's not playing good enough football anymore. It really has a lot to do with their salary cap situation and the fact that they are a team that has a new head coach in Josh McDaniels that could potentially stand to get younger at the quarterback position and try to rebuild that thing from the ground up. Derek Carr with the Indianapolis Colts interests me, but I don't know, man. I think the big thing with Indianapolis, like I said, is they've got to make sure everything around Derek Carr uh, is adequate and up to snuff so you don't get a repeat performance uh, bringing in a veteran guy. You saw what happened with Wentz. You saw what happened with Matt Ryan. You saw what happened with Phillip Rivers. Um, You can't overlook, though, uh, Chris Ballard saying he'd absolutely do whatever it takes to trade up for a quarterback if he believes one that is special exists in the 2023 draft. So it'd be interesting to see what the Colts do, but they were listed uh, as one of the potential destinations uh, for veteran quarterback Derek Carr. The Carolina Panthers, another team that was listed on this list, and they're intriguing as well. They've got draft capital. They've got a decent amount of cap space. They've got a pretty damn good defense. They established at the end of the year under Steve Wilkes that they can be a team that's tough as nails. They can run the football whenever they want to. So as long as they continue to, what's the quote, the the key word from tonight is insulate uh, the offense around Derek Carr. The Panthers uh, could be a good destination for him as well. They have an owner in David Tepper, not afraid to spend. Got a number one wide receiver on the outside in DJ Moore. They have a running game, stud defense. It's an interesting situation with the Panthers. Uh, But ultimately, man, the best fit for me, I've maintained this, uh, even during the season when this story first came out that Derek Carr could potentially be on the move this summer, the best destination for me, for Derek Carr, is the Tampa Bay Bucs. Tom Brady 
by all intents and purposes, is not going to be the quarterback of the Bucs moving forward. He's a free agent this year, I believe, and based off of multiple reports we've heard, Tom Brady is going to look to take his talents elsewhere. Hell, he might even take his talents to the Las Vegas Raiders, but that's another discussion for another day. But when you look at the impending vacancy that's going to be there with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the quarterback position, Derek Carr fits the mold perfectly. If that Tampa Bay offensive line could get healthy, it's one of the best in football. The receiving core speaks for itself. Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette at the running back spot. They have weapons. They have weapons. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, despite what it looks like right now, get, as we get ready to enter wild card weekend, despite what it looks like, you add Derek Carr to a healthy Tampa Bay Bucks team, it could, it could end up being the perfect succession plan uh, for 40-year-old quarterback Tom Brady. One of the other teams that was listed uh, as a potential trade fit for three-time Pro Bowl quarterback Derek Carr, the Washington Commanders. Now, their interest in Derek Carr makes sense. When you look at what Washington has at the skill position group, talking about specifically at wide receiver with Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, and Curtis Samuel, there are pieces already in place to ensure the success of a veteran quarterback so they can come in and have immediate success and not have to wait for a draft class or an offseason to go and try to compete. If Derek Carr was to somehow end up in Washington, if they could get it, if they could get Derek Carr at the rate that they acquired Carson Wentz this year, talking about somewhere in the range of 22 to $28 million, that's a bargain for Derek Carr. That's a bargain. Think about it. Carson Wentz's best season as a pro in the National Football League. Derek Carr has three or four seasons that are comparable to that. So when you want to talk about the longevity and the consistency at the position, Derek Carr has always been a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. If you're Washington and you can acquire him on a deal similar to Carson Wentz's without having to give up extreme amounts of draft capital, maybe, just maybe, that ends up being a win. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, I want to answer that question and get into it in a little bit more detail. Should the Washington Commanders be interested in veteran Raiders quarterback Derek Carr? He wished his farewell uh, to the Raiders fan base today via Instagram. Eric Edholm of NFL.com listed Washington as one of these six potential trade fits for three-time Pro Bowler Derek Carr. Should Washington be in on the veteran signal caller? I'll tell you what I think next. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 